Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Arlo asks, is there another galaxy on the other side of the black hole that's in the center of our galaxy, like a mirror image through the black hole of us? So Arlo, this is a really interesting question. And I think where this might be coming from is the idea that perhaps black holes could be connected to wormholes and wormholes might lead to another place in space or time or even to another universe. Now, here's the thing. We don't know yet whether other universes exist or if ours is the only one. Right now, the only evidence that we do have is of our universe. And trying to get into a black hole to see what's going on is pretty difficult. First of all, black holes are really far away and we don't have the ability yet to get to them. The next thing is that the gravity around a black hole is so strong that if we were to spend a spacecraft or a probe with the technology that we have today, it would be crushed by the time it got to that black hole. And then of course, there's the problem of, well, if we could get there and we had something that could survive the gravity, it still wouldn't have a way to send the information back to us. So at this point, it's a really big question of whether or not black holes really are connected to wormholes and whether there are other universes or not. But your question also reminded me of something very, very interesting about our own galaxy and the other side of the black hole from us. And this is a special area that we call the zone of avoidance. Yeah, I know it sounds kind of like a science fiction name, but let's explore the idea of what that is. So first of all, we are part of the Milky Way galaxy. And when I say we, I mean the solar system. The sun is one of billions, probably hundreds of billions of stars that are all held together by gravity. And we're all going around, we're orbiting around the center of the galaxy. In kind of the same way that planets orbit their stars, well, stars orbit in a galaxy. Now, we are kind of in the outskirts of the Milky Way. And you can imagine the Milky Way like a big plate or kind of like a big frisbee. And the closer and closer, the further and further you go into the center, the more and more stars there are, the more and more clouds of gas and dust that we call nebulae, the more of everything, the more crowded and dense it is. Galaxies are kind of like cities, right? In the downtown middle part of the city, there's lots and lots of stuff. And as you go farther and farther out, the houses are more spread out. And eventually you get out into the countryside, right? Where maybe there's only a, a house every here or there. Galaxies are like that. So when we look towards the center of our galaxy, we look in the direction of the constellation of Sagittarius. And with visible light, what we see is beautiful, 
So if you ever go somewhere where it's very dark and you can see the Milky Way, the Milky Way looks like this beautiful, fuzzy, crowded patch of stars. It's like a pathway that goes from horizon to horizon. So Milky Way is because the Greeks thought it looked kind of like somebody had spilled milk across the sky. Now, we're looking into billions of stars. And so with visible light, we can't actually see the center of the galaxy because we'd have to look through all of these stars and clouds of gas and dust. So instead of using normal light, like the light that we see, that we call optical or visible light, that's the rainbow, right? That's red through violet. We can use another kind of light to help us study, which is radio light. So radio is actually colors that human eyes don't see, but they're still light. And what's really special about radio is that radio light can go through, or radio electromagnetic radiation, you might hear it called that as well, can go through different materials than visible light can. Right? Visible light, think about it. It can go through glass just fine, but it can't go through, say, you or a tree. But radio waves, they'll bounce off of certain things, like metal fencing and things like that. But they can go right through big clouds of gas and dust. So we can use that to study the center of the galaxy. And that's how we learned about our supermassive black hole called Sagittarius A star, because it's in the constellation of Sagittarius. But there's still a lot of stuff there. So on the other side of the black hole from us, the other side of the center of the galaxy from us, there's more galaxy, right? If you think about the galaxy like a big plate, the black hole is in right in the middle. And on the other side, there should be billions of other stars. Well, the problem is it's really hard for us to see that side because we've got to look through all this other stuff. So there's this whole wedge of the Milky Way we can't see very well. We call that the zone of avoidance. Now, there's still space out beyond that. If we were to keep looking and looking, we would see that beyond our Milky Way, there are billions of other galaxies. Now, our galaxy is part of a group of galaxies that we call the local group. And it's got Andromeda and the large and small Magellanic clouds and the Triangulum galaxy and a few others. It's a dozen or so larger galaxies and then a lot of really little dwarf galaxies as well. But the local group is part of an even bigger group and an even bigger group of galaxies. We get all the way up to the scale of what we call Laniakea. This is our super cluster of lots and lots of galaxies that are drawn towards each other by gravity. Now, what we've observed is that all of the galaxies in Laniakea, in our super cluster, seem to be moving in one direction. We're flowing down like a watershed or a river towards a particular point that has been called the Great Attractor. Because whatever it is, it's attracting all of these galaxies to it with its immense gravity. And it turns out the Great Attractor is right on the other side of the Milky Way. 
It's right on the other side where the zone of avoidance is, and we can't see clearly what's there. So we can see kind of fuzzy idea. We think that maybe there's a huge group of galaxies, but we're not sure yet. So this is one of those big mysteries that we need to study more and figure out where are all these galaxies, including us, going towards. So Arlo, this is what came up for me when I read your question. It made me think about the mystery of the great attractor and the zone of avoidance and all of the other galaxies that we have that are just around us in our galactic neighborhood. So thank you for sending in such a wonderful question. And thank you everyone for joining us today on the podcast to learn about space and science together. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to discuss, please have your folks send it to the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope that you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.